everybody. I'm Jen, and I'm here with Aaron. And you're listening to We've Got Years. We're your one-stop podcast for all things Disney. We're going to give you the inside scoop, some news updates, some travel tips, and our magical mentality to visiting the Disney parks. We skipped an episode last week. Uh, it's my fault. My work schedule has been a little bit crazy and getting things in order to get our podcast going this week. This last week was maybe asking a little bit too much of me. So we got quite a bit of news for you guys today just to catch up on last week's episode. And then we're going to talk Halloween in the parks. All right, on to our Disney news. First up today is Disney's Victoria and Albert's is returning uh, with the exquisite dining experience. Um, this started on July 28th, and this is Disney's top-rated restaurant at the Disney Parks. It's located at the Grand Floridian, and it's a AAA Five Diamond Award and Forbes Travel Guide Five Star Award recipient. So this is Disney's top-of-the-line dining experience, and uh, this is going to be your young adult-slash-adult-only dining option that's returning to the parks after COVID. Yeah, yeah. As a Disney husband, I have to someday take my wife there, uh, but don't don't tell her that. Absolutely. You have to, yeah. Awesome. Speaking of Disney <laughs> restaurants, Ama Ama over at Aulani is opening back up in the fall. The uh, newly reimagined dinner-only dining experience will be returning with an upscale dinner-only menu backed by a dynamic culinary team that invigorates the locally inspired dishes, cocktails, wines, desserts, all with that Disney flair for service and attention to detail that you guys have grown to know and love. So look forward to getting back out there at the Ama Ama in Aulani if you've got a uh, trip planned out there. And this would be one of those locations that I need to take Aaron to. So just a one for one there uh, with some Disney dining oppor opportunities. Next up. So the D23 Expo is coming in September. It's September 9th through the 11th. And they just announced some of the Disney parks experience and product plans for the Expo. So some of the things that they announced was they're going to be giving a behind the scene uh, glimpse of Tiana's Bayou Adventure, the transformation of Epcot, and then the new Frozen themed experience on the Disney Cruise Lines um, with some live entertainment and more. And it's just going to be this is, a, again, a bucket list item for Aaron and I. We were thinking about going this year, but uh, just didn't really have the foresight of what our lives were going to look like at this time to have purchased tickets for this year. So the D23 Expo attendees will also be getting first access to Disney Me, which is an all-new digital avatar in the Play Disney Park app. Um, and this is just going to empower guests to express their, themselves through uh, some unique avatar characters. But for the Expo, uh, we're going to have those events that we talked about today, um, some of them that are going to be coming up and with times that are already set up through the Expo is... On Friday the 10th at 10.30 a.m., you're going to get to uh, an inside look at the Society of Explorers and Adventurers at the Backlot stage. Saturday, September 10th at 10 a.m., you're going to get a peek behind the curtain at the Walt Disney Imagineering Illusions and Special Effects Development I Lab. I want to check this out, at least uh, online. 
Yeah, I read this one and I was like, oh man, this would have been uh, an epic thing to take a look at for Aaron. They also announced the 12 p.m. Uncovering Treasures from the Marty Scholar Scholar Collection. Scholar. And then a 4 p.m. Dreaming Design and Bringing to Life Disney Wish at the Backlot Stage. So just a few things on Friday and Saturday and then Sunday the 11th. And the last time I checked, these are the only tickets that are still available for uh, the D23 Expo. There's going to be a 1 p.m. Walt Disney Imagineering 70 Years of Making the Impossible Possible at the premiere stage. A 4 p.m. Disney Parks Through the Decades. Um, and then a 4.15, The World of Duffy and Friends revealed at the Hyperion Hyper- yeah, stage. Yeah, the Hyperion stage. So lots of things coming up for D23 and be on the lookout for these schedules if you are attending the expo. Yeah, I really want to, we, we almost pulled the trigger on going to D23, like Jen said. Um, but, you know, if this podcast starts growing and you guys want us to start getting you more uh, up-to-date Disney <laughs> news, just let us know at our Twitter at Magic Ears Pod and we'll uh, maybe consider that. Cool. Yeah, we were actually at Disney when these tickets went on sale. So I think that was the other thing is we were we had the epic Disney bug. Cool. There's been some updates to the experiences that are offered through the Genie Plus service. So if you're not familiar, if you get Genie Plus, you have Lightning Lane access to uh, the rides throughout each of the parks. And some of those rides have individual Lightning Lanes that you can purchase. And there's been some updates on on how that's going to work with some of the rides at the park. So essentially, it boils down to the idea that each park will have one ride that is Lightning Lane only, uh, per- or individual Lightning Lane purchases only, and then everything else will be on uh, Disney Genie Plus service. So um, beyond August 7th, which was their original deadline for these um, rides, you'll still be able to take advantage of Lightning Lanes for the following rides at the park. So at Magic Kingdom, Space Mountain, at Epcot, Frozen Ever After, and then Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, Disney Hollywood Studios, Mickey's and Minnie Runaway Railway, and then at Animal Kingdom, Expedition Everest, uh, Legend of the Forbidden Mountain, which I didn't realize had such a long name. Um, but... <laughs> These are the rides that'll still be um, Lightning Lane accessible through just the standard Genie Plus service that you pay. Is it twenty or twenty-five for on your tickets? Fifteen, okay. Fifteen, it's fifteen. Yep, per ticket per day. And I think that this is really a good thing that Disney is doing because paying for Genie Plus and two individual Lightning Lane purchases was a lot, and these rides kind of keep the busyness of the other smaller attractions accessible throughout the day for the guests. So this is definitely a really good thing for our Disney guests. Yeah, and I going. think it's a good thing that it doesn't lock too many experiences behind a, a paywall for some people who, who maybe they're on a budget or their kids want to do it. And they're kind of trying to figure out if that's going to be worth it or not. At least now there's only one ride per park so that they can really figure out like is this worth it should we just do this one and then Mm -hmm. it should be good from there but i wish all of this would go away but (laughs) (laughs) i think everybody wishes that uh next up early entry and package delivery is now available at the disneyland resorts for the disneyland resort hotel guests so this we talked about a couple episodes ago 
that it was coming available and it now is. So that's a really awesome change for our Disneyland guests. Awesome. I feel like I always have the updates on the pool refurbishments. So uh... it's because the names, I can't pronounce them. I always give so them to you. Uh, Walt Disney World <laughs> refurbishment on the Ranchos Leisure Pool. That's going to be beginning this week, August 14th. The Ranchos Leisure Pool is at Disney's Coronado Springs and It'll be closed for their routine refurbishment. So expected to open back in late September. So keep that in mind if you're booking at the Coronado Springs Resort. There'll be other pools available. but Yep, there's two other pools at the Coronado Springs Resort that will be available during this time. And then last on our Disney News uh, discussion topic this week is Disney Cruise Lines. Uh, temporarily extended their final payment window. So now... Uh, for cruises through March 31st of 2023, it's going to be 60 days prior to sailing for uh, your final payment for any guests booked in the unrestricted stateroom categories. Um, outside of that, uh, just keep in mind that none of your you won't be able to plan any of your onboard cruise activities until your final payment has been paid as well as there's an update to their cancellation policy for Disney Cruise Lines. But if you have a Disney Cruise booked, you'll be getting a um, sale mail letter for, from Disney with some additional details on the cancellation policy, as well as the final payment due date. So if you're planning a Disney Cruise, just keep an eye out for that. And if you don't know what your final payment date is or you need an update, reach out to your travel agent if you used one or Disney um, guest experience line for any questions that you have. Yeah, not going to lie. We looked through these policies and they're a little bit confusing. So if you have any questions, <laughs> yes. you can always reach out to Jen, uh, Jen at Mousing Around Travel. Um, and she can help you figure all of that stuff out in case you're worried about anything like that. So uh, Jen is your go-to. Or you can always call Disney, guest experience, all that stuff. Don't don't let the stuff, the details bog you down and, and find someone who can help you out with it. Because some of it can be a little bit fine printy. Uh, speaking of travel help, Jen is here and our travel discounts section of the show. Uh, so no new travel discounts for this week. So all of these travel discounts we've talked about in a previous episode. So we'll go through them a little bit quickly. I'll give you some details and we'll go from there. So first up is the last chance fall offer is to save on select Adventures by Disney um, events. So first, that's a save up to $350 per person for select uh, Adventures by Disney experiences. Next is Welcome to Happy, which is a Disneyland Resort Hotel offer. And that's a save up to 25% on select Disneyland resorts. Fall into the magic. Uh, savings at Alani, and this one is a save up to 30% on a five nights up to a five night stay. And then Disney Plus subscribers can save still with Stay in the Magic and save up to 25% on resorts. And then lastly, for select Disney cruise sailings, you can save up to 35% still on some Disney cruises. So if you are interested in booking your next Disney vacation, feel free to reach out. I would love to help you guys with that. Uh, and if, even if you just have questions about your current trip and any deals that maybe you were not aware of or have come around, feel free to reach out and I can help you guys get, get taken care of yeah, for that. She's always humble about this stuff, but she's like a magician when it comes to Disney uh, 
travel planning. So if you have any questions or just would like help with your uh, vacation planning or scheduling, just contact her at jen at mousingaroundtravel.com or you can click the link in the description below for the podcast. It'll take you directly to a a, a, a quote um, website where it'll tell you what she can quote you on and, and realize you're not paying Jen a dime for any of this and she can help you plan your next magical trip. Yeah, it's kind of funny. We had some friends over the other night and they are going to Disney and I had pulled up their accounts to help them purchase their magic bands. And it was like, I could not help myself. I rearranged their whole <laughs> Disney trip. Yeah, she's a, a, a evil genius when it comes to this stuff, but careful what you wish for because you're going <laughs> to... Yeah, I I had a lot of questions on what they had booked when, so... But they were... They knew I, they had good faith in me. They let me change some things around. So <laughs> next up, we're going to talk about our magical mentality for this week. And we are going to talk about Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. So Mickey's not so scary Halloween party starts this week. The first night is going to be on the 12th and it is sold out for the first three nights of the Halloween party. So that's exciting to see. Uh, it's also good to know that everyone is very excited to see the Halloween party return. So just a little bit of information. If you don't know, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party is a special ticketed event for select nights um, starting in August through Halloween. And this event starts at 4 p.m. So you can actually uh, enter the Magic Kingdom Park at 4 p.m., but the Halloween party itself does not start until 7, and it will go until midnight. So these events are kind of cool. You can either make it your Magic Kingdom day and just spend, you know, a literal well over 12 hours in the Magic Kingdom Park, or you can make this a different park day or even a kind of rest morning and then spend the night at Magic Kingdom. But the cool part about this is your standard Magic Kingdom guests, their night at the park is going to end around 6 p.m. and then you will get to stay for the remainder of the night with a smaller crowd and more access to the rides and various things throughout Magic Kingdom. Yeah, so if you're if that's a little bit confusing, basically you're paying to attend the party that starts at 6, but you can enter the park at 4. They start Sorry, starts at, at seven. seven and then they start ushering everyone else who was already at the park out of the park and i'm not kidding you it makes the park feel so much more wide open like you have the place to yourself it's it's much more cozy and it feels it's got a really cool spooky atmosphere going on and cool music everyone's in costumes it's really neat so uh highly highly recommend at least checking this out one time yeah yeah this experience, it's so much fun. So you have so many cool things that Disney offers during this. So exactly what Aaron said, they kind of set the climate. They dim all the lights. They have lots of oranges and green lighting going on. Uh, they play like eerily spooky music around the park as you walk around and stuff. And then the fun part is, is you get to dress up. So this is the only time in Disney that adults get to wear costumes. So typically the age cutoff for wearing a costume in Disney is 14 years old. So anyone 14 and under can wear a costume. But on these Halloween party nights, anybody can dress up. There are some rules and things that you should be aware of when it comes to your costume while you're at the Disney park. But just know that like this is a really unique opportunity. When we go, we see families in 
you know, you see the whole Peter Pan clan with every uh, character from the movie and you see all seven dwarfs dressed up with a Snow White and it's just such a cool thing. And I know when we went with Liam and Amelia one time, but mostly Liam, uh, he got to dress up as Buzz Lightyear and it was just a ton yeah, of fun. Yeah, if you think you've seen like well-made costumes in your life before no you need to go to halloween at disney like especially on halloween night because this the stuff that people come up with for these costumes is insane if you're a disney fan and it's really cool to see the really cool details that especially families like jen was alluding to uh, just creativity that they come up with to to make family uh costumes but yeah it's really cool and another piece of this that is really fun is there's limited time things that are available at the Halloween party. So you're going to get the chance to meet and greet with characters um, that you don't always get to see within the parks. And with that, you're also going to get to meet and greet with characters that you do see, but they're going to be dressed up in their Halloween costumes. So some of the fun ones, your fab five, they always come dressed in their Halloween costumes. And then Winnie the Pooh and friends, they all, they're, available to see all together and to meet and greet with all together and they're all dressed up in costumes as well and then you get to like see you know Belle with Gaston and you know we got to see Moana for the first time as at a meet and greet for a Halloween party and it's just a really cool thing and so it's not necessarily about all the rides either and the access to the rides but some of the party offerings um, you have limited food that's available through the Halloween party that you can only get during Halloween party hours. I know every time we've gone to a Halloween or Christmas party, I research the food and kind of have our snacks and things prepared that I want to get. And we do our best to try to make those stops. And then, of course, they have limited merchandise that's only going to be available during party hours um, that you can purchase. So you got to make sure you research and take advantage of all of that stuff while you're at the party uh, in order to make sure that you don't miss out on some of that uniqueness that comes with Disney and the yeah, atmosphere. If you're a uh, Nightmare Before Christmas fan, this is your chance to meet Jack and Sally, at least when we were there. I don't know if they're still doing it. but uh, mm -hmm. And so that line tends to be pretty long. So hop in that as soon as you get in there. But uh, there's also... Um, special Halloween overlays to certain rides. Am I correct in that? So, yes, you are. Yep. So, um, it's, and this is both at Disney World and Disneyland. So, it's good to kind of get in there and see what is available for the Halloween overlays at each park. Um, but I know they always do the Halloween overlay to Haunted Mansion at Disneyland, which again is going to be your Nightmare Before Christmas theme. And then they have uh, the overlay on Space Mountain and a few other things. So it's definitely worth it to make sure you know what the Halloween overlays are going to be and you swing by those rides if that's something that you want to see. You also have your... Boo to You Parade, which our kids absolutely love. Um, and this is, 
I mean, babe, how how stuck in your head does in this song get? Perfect Disney fashion. The the boo to you song is going to be stuck in your brain for the next week after you get done with this party because they do the parade a couple times, right? And uh, it just is very very catchy, and the kids sing it, and all it yeah, it might drive you insane by the time you're done. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, our kids, they actually have pumpkin costumes that we bought them last year that sing the Boo to You song. And so we're constantly singing it in our household. It's never ending. Um, they also have the um, Hocus Pocus Villain Spectacular, which is a stage show. And that's going to be with your Sanderson sisters. And it's going to be a big. Um, you know, welcome to the party. That's going to be right off the bat, seven o'clock on the stage. And then a few other times throughout the night. Um, and then the next big thing is your trick or treating station. So how much candy did we leave yeah, with if this you're last worried, time? Especially if you go on Halloween, if you're worried about not getting the opportunity to trick or treat, uh, that's not going to be true. You're going to be able to trick or treat all throughout the park. So imagine... <laughs> how fun that would be with, especially with little ones going from different stations throughout the park and trick or treating. Um, so they, they have cast members giving out candy and there's big signs that lead you to the, the trick or treating station. So it's really neat to uh, do that. And basically you can get however much candy you want. Cause there's way more than enough. Um, uh, and we're not talking like cheap candy either. This is all like name brand top of the line, m and Snickers, Reese's, all the, all the goods. So, uh, however much, <laughs> I think we had so much candy that I ended up <laughs> taking it on a work trip just to like feed it to my f- pilot friends so that they, we didn't have so much at our house. But <laughs> yeah, I think we walked away with like five full bags of candy and it's just cause at the end of the night, the cast members are just giving you up by the absolute handful um and Liam at the time was just that like love to walk around and just roam age so going to the trick-or-treating stations was perfect for him uh and kept everybody busy as we were getting grumpy at the end of the night um just to go back to the Halloween overlays so I pulled it up on the website here you're gonna have overlays on the Mad Tea Party the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor and then Space Mountain so those are gonna be your three destinations that you'll have to hit up that will have a Halloween twist to them. Yeah. So you may be wondering, why is this in magical mentality if we're just kind of telling you about the the Halloween party? And we just wanted to talk to you a little bit about like, one, it's called not so spooky Halloween party. So if you're worried about like how other theme parks do it, like Universal with the just kind of the really scary stuff, this is a perfect way to kind of introduce your little ones to spooky stuff and scary stuff without being so spooky if you if you catch my drift so we just really think it's a awesome introduction to kind of all that fun um, dark stuff that uh, kids may or may not be scared of and it puts it in a, a fun light so they totally enjoy it yeah i think the biggest thing here is these special ticketed events there is a lower attendance cap on them and so Disney does a really good job of taking something that can be very overwhelming when it comes to visiting Disney and make it something much more, like Aaron said, intimate and fun for families to attend. 
also this is really great opportunities like we have young ones and so they tend to fall asleep during these parties or you know they can't quite stay into those late hours but these Halloween parties and Christmas parties they go until midnight and so if you have older kids that want to ride the rides as many times as they can or you have special characters that you really want to see these are really great opportunities to just do Disney differently. Um, and so it is 100% worth doing. This is also a really good thing if you, you know, don't want to necessarily go to a park on that day, you're going to get your full day's park time worth in this shorter amount of time because of the reduced attendance at the park during this time frame. So although the price ticket on these can seem a little bit overwhelming or high, uh, it's definitely worth looking into because of all the unique and extra things that Disney provides during these uh, holiday parties at Jen, Disney. Jen, have you heard, during the parties, lightning lanes don't run, right? Correct, yes. Okay. Correct, yes. During the parties, there are no lightning lanes. So starting at 7 p.m., there's going to be no lightning lanes available, and it's just going to be uh, your standard um, ride entrances. And I think not... All the restaurants are operated? Correct. Okay. Correct. So you're going to have some reduced things like that uh, when it comes to dining options, as well as some of your quick services also will not be completely open. So it's good, again, to do some of that research ahead of time or to talk to somebody that has experience to know um, what your dining options are for these party yeah, we don't nights. want you to go there having a certain dinner plan and then only to show up to the restaurant that's not open. So just make sure you got a plan because uh, while you can survive on candy, you're not going to enjoy the uh, aftermath. <laughs> yes. Or, you know, you're going to get access to all the sugary sweets and things like that. And so it's going to be a little bit different of a feel. Um, also something that we haven't talked about is the fireworks show. Um, so during these party nights, Disney offers a limited time Disney's not so spooky spectacular, which is a unique Halloween themed, um, fireworks show and castle projection. So 100% worth seeing and being there for and lasting if you can get your little ones to stay awake. During the that time Jack frame. Jack Skellington, I don't know if it's an animate. It might just actually be the real Jack Skellington, but it looks so cool, <laughs> so real, and really awesome. However they do it with the technology, uh, you got to check that out because it's cool. Yeah, so these are just so worth it to go to. Um, and, you know, I would even say if you are, are going during Halloween or Christmas, it's worth it to skip a park day and attend one of these um, special events party nights. However, side note, if you are not attending the parties, but you are going to Disney during the Halloween or Christmas season, it is important to review when these party nights are because Magic Kingdom, again, it will close to the general population at uh, 6 p.m. So if you're not attending a Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween party, know that Magic Kingdom will close early on select nights. So make sure you're looking at that if you're making your Park Pass reservations. 
All right, next up is our travel tip. So I'm sure those mamas with little babies that have attended Disney know, but Disney has baby care centers available in each of their parks. Uh, We're going to be talking about Disney World's baby care centers today and just some of the things that they have um, to offer our moms of little ones and some of the nice parts about the baby care centers. So Baby care centers are areas that are available in each park where you can go to a nice air-conditioned space and you'll have access to a private nursing room with rocking chairs, changing room with tables, restroom facilities for those mamas or younger toddlers that need assistance. There's feeding areas with high chairs. There's kitchens with microwaves and sinks. There's a main room with a television, table, and seating. And then on, there's an on-site shop offering baby formula, baby food, juice, diapers, wipes, sunscreen, over-the-counter medicine, you name it for babies, and they got it there. So these baby care centers are amazing. If you have a little one that you are changing a diaper for them, swing by one of these at some point in time throughout your trip. Or what we would like to do is anytime we came close to one, we always stopped at it to change diapers. Um, Babe, as a father, how do you feel in the baby care centers? These places are a godsend sometimes when it's really hot outside, your kid is fussy, you got a wet diaper, you're kind of, in my case, new parent. I had Liam for the first time. Let's say mama's going on a ride and you're kind of like, I need to alleviate some of this uh, this first time parent stuff. Baby care center. Go in there. It's quiet, air conditioned. There's a padded changing station. There's an attendant in there that'll help you with all the stuff that you might need. And it's just a really quiet, calm situation to kind of get your uh, your gyros about you and and kind of move on with your day but it also kind of helps the kid out kind of relax and and get back into a, a healthy state of mind so if you haven't checked one of these out it's not just for you know medicine or anything like that get in there uh, it also gives you an opportunity there's bathrooms in there that you can use if you need to so it's uh very beneficial for parents to check these out. If you're wondering where they are, I'll kind of hit you with some of those. So in the Magic Kingdom, it's right next to the Crystal Palace by the bathrooms. And uh, to the left of the Crystal Palace, that's where uh, the restaurant is that has uh, Winnie the Pooh wins. And then over at Epcot, it's in the Epcot Experience Building. That's the building between Mexico Pavilion and the Test Track, a big white building that overhangs the water. You can't miss it. And then for Hollywood Studios, it's right at the entrance. Take a left as soon as you go in, and you'll see it next to that lodge-looking building. And then over at Animal Kingdom, it's right next to Creature Comforts. Uh, You'll be able to find it over there. So for sure, if you don't know about these, utilize them, especially as as a new parent. Yeah, and I think it's really important, too, to know. So if you go on your Disney app and you select your little location um, marker down on your bottom bar, you can see the map of the park that you're in up at the top. You'll have a little down arrow and you'll see all of your listed of select categories that you can search while on the map. You're going to find these baby care centers under guest services and under guest services, what you're going to be looking for is like a baby pacifier mark. And if you just 
look for that baby pacifier mark and you click on it, it's going to pop up with your baby care center and it's going to be able to give you um, directions from where you are and just a location on the map to look for and know where these baby care centers are. And nine out of 10 times, they're located with all of your other, um, like your first aid and your um, animal relief areas for service dogs and things like that. So that's what you're going to be looking for. And if you ask any cast member, they're going to be able to help you out to find these baby care centers. But they are absolutely worth visiting if you have a little one that you're changing their diaper. I think best part for me about the baby care centers and what makes me feel so comfortable is each changing station has actual paper on it, like thick, thick tissue paper that they lay down and remove after every use. So it's just nice to know that the space is clean versus those hard top changing stations in each bathroom that you literally walk in and someone just changed their kiddo on and you're laying your kid on down on the same space. So it just feels clean in there. Hey, but as a new parent, don't be afraid to use the standing diaper change like we've mastered. Just kidding. Yes. <laughs> we are masters of the dual partner standing change. Um, so sometimes you just got to change the kiddo <laughs> when they need to be changed. Uh, all right, but that's our travel tip for the week. I just want to thank you guys for being patient with us. As I said at the start, it's been kind of a crazy couple of weeks here in the Gibson household. Uh, thank you so much for joining us this week. And, uh, you can follow us at magic ears pod on Twitter for the latest updates and news. You can reach out to me at mousing around travel on Facebook for your no cost Disney vacation planning. And you can find more episodes in coming weeks on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you might find your podcasts. Uh, We'll see you guys next time on We've Got Ears. Say Say cheers. cheers.